the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The fire of your coming, the glory of your presence will shake the earth and every heart will know. You are Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Shalom and welcome to Heart of Messiah radio broadcast. My name is Steve Weiler and I'm the lead rabbi of Shoresh David Messianic Synagogues. Currently we're serving in Wesley Chapel, St. Pete, South Bay near Riverview and Tampa. We welcome all visitors as we desire to see those who are Jewish and not Jewish worshiping together in unity. We're honored to serve the listening audience of AM 570 WTBN and 910 WTWD, Tampa Bay's Faith Talk. Shalom. You know, we are entering into an amazing season to praise and worship the Lord. So let's begin to pray. Avinu Malkenu, our Father, our King, we love you and praise you worship you and magnify your holy name. Lord, we thank you for the season of of Passover and Easter, resurrection, Lord. We thank you, Father, for what you are doing in our lives and the lives of people we care about. We thank you, O Lord, that this is going to be a wonderful day and a wonderful week because we know you. Lord, we bless you, we thank you, and praise you. In the name of Yeshua, amen, amen, and amen. Yes, it's a great season for you and your church to participate with us. Passover begins Friday, March 30th. Would you like to join one of our Sharesh David congregations for Passover? Would you like us to give a Passover demonstration at your church or speak about the Jewish foundations of our beliefs. Or if you want to do your own Passover at home, do you need a Haggadah or many Haggadahs for your observance? All of these requests, would you call Karen at 813-831-5673? And she will take care of all your requests. That's 813-831-5673. Also, put April 15th, it's a Sunday afternoon, on your calendar. And let your pastor know that you should be joining with us in the March of Remembrance. We're meeting at 4 p.m. at the Florida Holocaust Museum in St. Pete. Now, the purpose is to never forget the Holocaust, support Israel, stand against acts of genocide around the world, raise awareness of the dangers of remaining silent, 
and motivate people to pray for America, Israel, and the world. You can't beat that, can you? (laughs) So come with us. Bring your churches. Make large signs and walk with us. Or meet us at North Stroud Park for music and inspirational speakers. Find out more. Get flyers so that you can pass them out. And, uh, you know, just... uh, Call Karen, would you, at 813-831-5673. And for those, uh, we really appreciate it. If you'd like to give us a gift, again, call Karen. It helps us stay on the radio air, so 813-831-5673. Let's get right into uh, Romans 11.16. You know, Romans 11.16 says, If the first fruit is holy, so is the whole batch of dough. And if the root is holy, so are the branches. So what's happening in this scripture is that first fruit is referring to the root of this tree. And there are a number of different opinions on what the root uh, actually symbolizes. So some people say that the root are the Messianic Jews or the remnant. Uh, You know, as found in Romans 11, 1 through 15, I'm not sure I agree with that one, but some people say that. Um, Second is that the root is representative of Abraham and the patriarchs. Now, this is certainly one of the two ideas that I swing back and forth with as to what I believe. Let me give you a couple reasons why. Numbers 15.19 says this, And you eat some of the food of the land. You are to offer a portion to Adonai. You are to offer a cake from the first of your ground-up meal as an offering from your threshing floor, so you are to lift it up. So, the basic idea here in, in thinking, in the Jewish thinking, is if the first of the cake is holy and you have given it to the Lord, the entire cake is holy. And so if you combine that with Romans eleven twenty eight, which says, Concerning the good news, they, meaning the Jews, are hostile for your sake. But concerning chosenness, they are loved on account of the fathers, on account of the patriarchs. So the thought is that the patriarchs were that first fruit spoken about as the root. But uh, there's another way of looking at it. And I actually, in our Bible study yesterday, we came up with five different ways of looking at it. But I'm only going to give you three today. The third way, which I also uh, am comfortable with, uh, besides the patriarchs, is that the root is Yeshua. And Romans 8.29 says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son, so that he might be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And and then you use that with 1 Corinthians 15.20, but now Messiah has been raised from the dead, the first fruits of those who have fallen asleep. So it's very possible that it symbolizes Yeshua. It's possible that it symbolizes 
the patriarchs, but whatever it symbolizes, I want to tell you a secret. It's a Jewish root. Yeshua was Jewish. The patriarchs were Jewish. Messianic Jews are Jewish. It's a Jewish root. And because the root is holy, the branches are holy. And and branches are the Jews and the Gentiles who accept Yeshua as their Messiah. So give this some thought, because it has a strong importance as we go forward. So keep it in mind. Let's look at verse 17 now of Romans 11. But if some of the branches were broken off, and you, being a wild olive, were grafted in among them and became a partaker of the root of the olive tree with its richness, do not boast against the branches. But if you do boast, it is not you who support the root, but the root supports you. So let's figure this out a little. This is verses 17 and 18. The branches broken off are the natural branches. In other words, the Jews were natural branches, but they were broken off because they didn't believe in Yeshua. But they were part of the original tree. Gentiles are the wild olive branches. They were grafted in or able to join in this Jewish tree and able to be part of the riches given to all those who are part of the tree. All the branches, both Jews and non-Jews, right? But then it speaks specifically to the non-Jews. And it says, don't boast against the branches. Now, it either means the Jewish branches that fell off or the branches that are Jewish that are still on there, which would be the Messianic Jews. Either way, we are not to be prideful against the Jews. Remember the root. And as I said before, the root is Jewish. It's supporting you. It's supporting the Gentiles, which is a wonderful thing. Now, unfortunately, historically, the church has not listened to God's warnings. They saw Jews as foreigners, as people outside the faith. In fact, for the most part, churches never even shared with Jewish people. I've heard a lot of Christians say, I don't share with Jewish people because they're Jewish. (laughs) The church historically has been arrogant concerning Jews and have certainly not sought to make Jews jealous of their relationship with God through Yeshua, which is one of their jobs. Trusting God is connected to acknowledging and joining God's people. And who are God's people? The Jewish people. So like Ruth, joining the nation of Israel in in Ruth 1.16, the Gentile Christians have and should join Israel. And, And we see this as it talks about it in Ephesians 2, which is so funny because oftentimes... Ephesians 2 is used against Israel, but if you read it in context, it, it, it just it says that believers who are now part, they're now part of the commonwealth of Israel. 
Okay, let's read it together. Let's go to Ephesians 2. Let's start in verse 11. We'll go from 11 to 16. Therefore, keep in mind that once you, Gentiles in the flesh, were called uncircumcision by those called circumcision. Verse 12, at that time, you were separate from Messiah, excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. But now in Messiah Yeshua, you who once were far off have been brought near by the blood of Messiah. Near to what? The commonwealth of Israel, right? For he is our shalom, our peace, the one who has made the two into one and broke down the middle wall of separation. Within his flesh, he made powerless the hostility, the law code of commandments contained in regulations. He did this in order to create within himself one new man, from the two groups, making peace, and to reconcile both to God in one body through the cross by which he put the hostility to death. So, do you see this? The Gentiles were excluded from the commonwealth of Israel. Okay? So, I love... uh, Some of you might know David Stern. He's written uh, the Complete Jewish Bible translation and also has commentary. And he says, For a Gentile Christian to look down on the people he has joined is not only chutzpah and ingratitude, but also self-hate. A little strong, but uh, hey. And, And by the way, you know what chutzpah means, right? It means nerve. Okay, you have a lot of nerve. So the key here is that the church has joined the Jewish believers in order to become one new man. Look, let me re-explain it, why I think this is true. If you go to Ephesians 2.12, which we just read, it says that the Gentiles were excluded from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers to the covenants of promise— having no hope and without God in the world. But, and that but means that because they've received Yeshua the Messiah, that is no longer true. Now they are part of of the commonwealth of Israel. Now they are part of strangers to the covenants of promise. So the word but leads us to understand that Though it wasn't true before, it's true now. Does this mean Gentiles who are Christians are now Jews? No, of course not. Not physically, but in a spiritual sense, yes. Because they're part now of of the, the people of God. And Christians stay Christians. Jews stay Jews. But together, because of Yeshua... The middle wall has been broken down, and they are one new man, one in Messiah. Does this make sense? I sure hope so. The testimony of the one new man is that the two become one, that 
unity that is developed without losing identity. And that's the miracle of the one new man. And you see this also in John 17. In fact, let's look at it. John 17, verse 20. I pray not on behalf of these only, meaning my disciples, my Jewish disciples, but also for those who believe in me through the Jewish disciples' message, which <laughs> that we all may be one. So this is where the non-Jew comes in. Just as you, Father, are in me and I am in you, so also may they be one in us, meaning Jew and Gentile, one in the Lord, so the world may believe that you sent me. See, when Jewish people and non-Jewish people come together in unity, God is saying that's what's going to cause the world to believe in Messiah. Amazing, right? Remember, the root of the tree would either be Messianic Jews, Abraham and the patriarchs, or Yeshua. Regardless, it's a Jewish tree, Jewish root. So verse 19 of Romans 11. You will say then, branches were broken off so that I might be grafted in. True enough, they were broken off because of unbelief, and you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant, there it is again, but fear. For if God did not spare the natural branches, neither will he spare you. I think that's pretty clear. It says, look, I didn't spare the, the Jewish branches that had the calling, and, and because I didn't spare them, Gentiles, uh, I made room on this tree for the Gentiles. And Jews were broken off because of their unbelief. Gentiles were grafted in because of their faith. So don't be arrogant, you Gentiles, against the Jews. If God didn't spare them, why would he spare you? And, and here we remember that whether you're Jewish or not, it doesn't matter. Salvation is a gift right? A gift of God. And whether you're Jewish or not, what is required to receive that gift is faith. Okay, can we have an amen there, please? Somebody out there, right? Okay, do not be prideful or arrogant is mentioned three times in Romans 11. Do you think God is trying to say something to Christian believers? Romans 11:22. Notice then the kindness and severity of God, the severity towards those who fell, but God's kindness towards you, if you continue in his kindness. Otherwise, you too will be cut off. Now, some believers believe that this has to do with salvation, and that your continued salvation is contingent on the way you behave. There are many scriptures to support both sides of this disagreement. One group says that in order to keep your salvation, it requires works. The other says that faith is the only thing needed because it is a gift from God. I know I'll get into trouble one way or another, but this is what I believe. Since we're on the topic, I guess I need to speak it. Uh, I'll give you my proofs at another time, a later teaching. Otherwise, we'll change the whole topic of today. My opinion is that we have eternal salvation as long as we continue to trust in Yeshua as Messiah. That means the only way we can lose our salvation is to no longer believe. In a sense, give the gift 
back to God. This, in my opinion, is grieving God's spirit, which is mentioned both in Isaiah 63.10 and Ephesians 4.30. So, basically, I believe in once saved, always saved, unless you give the gift back to God. Hopefully that's clear. Romans 11.23 and 24. And they also if they do not continue in their unbelief, will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. For if you were cut out of that which by nature is a wild olive tree and grafted contrary to nature into a cultivated olive tree, how much more will these natural branches be grafted into their own tree? This continues the theme that faith is required to be part of the tree. And it also shows that works is not a requirement to be part of the tree. And that God is saying that if I can, you know, bring in wild olive tree into the cultivated one or branches, um, then how much more can I bring back Jewish people into the faith? So the olive tree analogy answers the questions, who are God's people? It's Messianic Jews who have been regrafted. It's Gentile Christians, part of the wild olive branches, grafted in. And non-Messianic Jews, even though they've fallen, when they're grafted in again, when they're grafted in again, they are part of the tree, which lets us know that there's still only one way for Jewish people to come to know the Lord, and that's through Yeshua. This defines the past, the present, and the future people of God. Once you are part of God's people, it does not change. Well, we're getting into a moment where, I'll tell you, I, I, I almost don't want to start because we're almost out of time. Romans 11.25, well, maybe we'll read it. For I do not want you, brothers and sisters, to be ignorant of this mystery, lest you be wise in your own eyes that a partial hardening has come upon Israel until the fullness of the Gentiles has come in. And in this way, all Israel will be saved as it is written, and then it continues on. I really have a lot to say about this verse. It, it, it's so cool. So, uh, you know, will you wait till next week? I, I, I can't go into this uh, with such little time left. But I, I, I'm going to tell you it's worth coming back and bringing your friends because this is, uh, this is amazing for Messianic Jews, this scripture, and it's amazing for Christians because it shows God's faithfulness. And I, I just want you to hear it. And you know what? Romans 9 through 11 isn't usually taught in church, okay? It's just not one of the scriptures that's taught. So it's good to hear it on this radio program. Well, look, it's the end of the show. We're out of time. We're in the season of Passover. If you want to join our congregations for a Passover Seder, we'd love for you to join us, or if you want a demonstration at your church, if you want your own Passover Seder and just need the Haggadah, the order of services, so that you can keep it, call Karen at 813-831-5673. And she'll take care of your requests. Also, please put April 15th, Sunday afternoon. It begins at 4 o'clock or 4.30 
on your calendar. Let your pastor know that you should join us in a march of remembrance. We're meeting at 4 p.m. at the Florida Holocaust Museum in St. Pete. Look, this is for everyone who stands for human rights, especially those from the Jew, uh, from the, the, the synagogues and church community. Uh, you're invited to declare in one voice, let's never forget, call Karen at 813-831-5673. I pray that God has touched your heart and that you would grow in your desire to have a heart like the heart of Messiah. Let's close with prayer. Abba, Father, teach us your ways so that our hearts would be hearts of flesh and not of stone. May our words and actions always reflect the heart of Messiah so that everyone who meets us will know that Yeshua is our Messiah and King. You are Messiah, Yeshua Mashiach, Lion of Judah, the God of Israel. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.